0: with AWB Contract Templates. Hey, what's up? Before you listen, I have a quick request from you. While you're over here listening, go ahead on down, give us a rating and a review, especially if you're on Apple Music. Let us know how much you appreciate what we bring, the conversation, the dialogue. Tell us how it supports you. Give us that good five star. We appreciate you. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on the Play. As always, it is amazing to see you here where you are challenged to examine your beliefs, question your predisposed notions, and consider realities you may be unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, here to get the dialogue going. So, (laughs) last week, we talked about what to do next, when shit happens because there was some shit happening and it seemed like some of the conversations were very focused on the actions and the outrage and less about what to do next. And so I got a lot of really great feedback that that was helpful. And yet again, fuck shit. Different fuck shit, but so fuck shit. You know, Minnesota, like, like Minneapolis is, has already been struggling. Like, now, with, you know, being a few weeks into the the trial for the police officer that murdered George Floyd. And then there's another police officer in Minnesota that thought he grabbed his taser, but actually grabbed his gun and it accidentally, supposedly discharged. And yet another black man is dead. I don't know what's going on in Minnesota. But... the police are holding the flame dangerously close to this powder keg. Seriously. And then we get this traffic stop in Virginia where the man clearly says, I am afraid. And the officer replies back, you should be, which is not how any public servant should respond to anybody when they say I'm afraid. And then (laughs) hearing him say like he's serving this country and being told, yeah, i served this country too and I I learned to obey. Dogs obey. And the fact that that was even said to this grown man was a level of disrespect that I could not wrap around anything. Like my brain was like, what the hell? He's sitting in his car, he's unarmed, his hands are up. And I, I, I mean, I, 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 I do understand, so I'm going to preface this. I understand, and yet I don't, I I can't, I don't get it. And so, you know, this whole weird pepper spraying people and telling them they should be scared, when they profess that they are, and this is how we're treating people, like just all of this, I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. And I know that it is not a simple thing, to say oh let's break down where any of that happens and so we do not have enough time here on this episode nor any episode (laughs) to even begin to get there however part of what I'm seeing happening I feel like is being reflected in like day-to-day life because when I see officers that treat people like this part of what comes up in my head is like how did you get to this point to have a badge and a gun. Who let you in? Who said, yes, this is an upstanding person. Let's let's let you do this. You know, how is it that we have people in charge that are being voted for that have the types of ethics that will let these types of things go, won't prosecute them, will, will actually talk off murder and hate crimes as if, oh, someone had a bad day. Who is putting people in positions of power and influence and not saying, eh, maybe this person ain't the person we should have doing this. Now, again, I understand that there's a whole system that has these people in place. However, I think that there's also a lot of almost like a let's not ask and then they won't tell us and we can't tell them no kind of thing happening. And that's where I'm seeing regular people reflecting these things. So like what's happening when things go wrong that everybody's like, oh, I don't know how this happened. They were such a nice person. I thought they were fine. And the interesting thing to me is, you know, whenever there's police officers on trial, literally or figuratively for their actions, there's always someone that's like, oh, well, they, you know, they were really good at their job. They were a great person. They're a family man or family woman or, you know, individual. And I kind of felt like I was seeing and hearing similar things, you know, in the conversations that sparked last week's conversation that I brought to you because I'm kind of getting this like, oh, well, I, I you know, they were a good person. They were my friend. And I'm like, you need better friends. You need to have better people around you. Who is vetting these folks? Who was the gatekeeper here? Who was saying, yeah, they'll make it, let them in. And so like, I asked you questions last week, I'm gonna ask you questions again, because I need you to really think about how some of these things are happening and where you're complicit in this. Because I am so confuddled right now and I don't get it. So I'm gonna ask some questions and I'm asking you these because I'm seeing that they're showing up all over the place. And I'm seeing that there is a lack of being able to not only answer them, but to even stop and say, yeah, I did consider it. And I still got to the same answer. People aren't even thinking about it. And I want to start with just the fact of like, who are you connected to and why? There is no reason that we should have somebody in a position of power or influence. And we don't know who you're connected to and why. Because then it's like, oh, This person has ties to this. They believe in this. This is what they support. And it's like, we didn't think to ever ask any of these things. We didn't stop to inquire. Long gone are the days of aligning yourself with strangers that have unknown ethics. We can't do that anymore. There was a time when somebody just being a good person was enough. Somebody just being an upstanding citizen in public was enough. That doesn't fly anymore because we are seeing what happens when people are quote unquote upstanding in public in trash and private. And so if you don't know these people, please stop caping for these people. Please stop caping for these people. Please stop Amplifying and supporting and funding these people by saying, hey, go give them your money. Go buy their stuff. Go hire them. Give them a job. Mm -mm. Nope. There's a point to where shitty behavior, you get what you get. Why are you supposed to get the benefits of living your life right and supporting other people and not standing in the way of other people's literal lives being able to be maintained like you get in the way of those things and yet you're still supposed to thrive, but they can't. Uh, uh-uh. nope, nope. And so I'm also ask you next, is this intentional or an unintentional connection? If this is somebody that is in your space, if we take it into, you know, the business space, if this is somebody that you are being affiliated with, if this is somebody that. When your name comes up or your reputation comes up, this person is like, oh, yeah, I know that person. That person reminds me of so-and-so or, oh, yeah, they're just like blah, blah, blah. Okay. Is it intentionally happening that way? Because you are talking about this person, you are, you know, in circles, like social circles or business and peer circles that are just like this person? Or is it by default? Because even if it's by default, you don't get to escape that. Because we have seen online what happens when people are in your circle, do fuck shit, and then you get pulled into it. I didn't do it. Yeah, well, that's your people. Sorry. Now you got to deal with it. And so you do need to stand back. I'm watching my ableist language. You need to take a moment kind of, you know, bring yourself back and say, hmm, okay, am I intentionally or unintentionally in some way, shape, or form connected to people that I don't want to be connected to? And if that's what's happening, you need to work on that. And you need to also just be like, okay, do you actually know these people? Because if you are intentionally or unintentionally connected to someone and you ask yourself the question, do I actually know these people? If it's a no, why am I being associated with them? Purposefully or, you know, or not. And if you do know them, refer back to, you might need some better folks around you. You need some better friends. You need some better cohorts. You need some better peers. You need some better, do better. Because if you have people around you, that are behaving in specific ways that you say go against your values and your ethics and what you believe in, but you don't change who you have around you. You don't change your affiliation with them. Guess what? Apparently birds of a feather do flock together and you're going to have to deal with that. And so if that's not the position you want to be in, then you really should be clear on what your values are and whether or not these people around you actually reflect that. Do the actions that you take with these individuals reflect what you say you believe in or what you're against? And I say it that way because if you keep them around, that's saying something. If you say, I'm not going to continue to deal with these types of people and I'm gonna distance myself I hope that they get themselves together and I genuinely wish them the best but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know take on the repercussions of their choices and their actions like you need to decide what side of the fence are you on Because if you unintentionally let it be chosen for you, you might not like that choice. So when you decide, "Eh, I mean, I just feel however about it just because I don't really want to tell anybody no. And, you know, what's going to happen if I say something? It's likely going to be an outcome that you're not going to be happy with. Part of the reason that we are watching our justice system struggle Is because it cannot figure out how to say, I do not support individuals that take on the role of being a police officer, putting on a badge and taking this gun and taking this oath and then taking these actions that are supposedly against what you are supposed to actually be about. Nobody is, is actually coming up and saying, yeah, mm -mm, that goes against everything that we're here for. We're not, we're not doing that. And so when it's like, well, I mean, it doesn't look like that's what they did. They didn't really do that. Or they were scared. Mm -mm, Nope. Then you, then you don't understand why people are upset like me. Because when you look at me, I'm immediately a threat to you, but you're the one with the gun. My skin is such a threat. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. Number one, who are you connected to and why? Number two, is this an intentional or unintentional connection? And number three, do you actually know these people? And I really can't think of a space in life that this doesn't apply to. We're watching it play out around us in business. We're watching it play out on television in life in our 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 social circles we're watching it play out with the justice system we're watching it play out in politics when does it not play out when is there not a time that you need to be clear on what's happening with whom and why you can't always play the victim and say i didn't know because at some point people are going to say why did you not know you're not gonna be able to use that excuse forever. So don't wait until you get called on it and you can't get out. This is why it's so important to know your values. When you don't know, you can't answer these questions because then you can't figure out, hmm, do I wanna be associated with this? Is this what I wanna be around? Is this what I want to use my influence to support or be against? Like you can't figure that out if you don't know. And if you don't know, again, gone are the days of passively aligning yourself with strangers that have unknown ethics. You can't do it anymore. If you're not quite sure how to do that, then you need to ask for help. You need to figure out what needs to happen for you in order to get clear on what your ethics and your values are. What are your values that govern everything you do? How you process information? How you move through life? Our Implicit to Explicit Masterclass is coming up. So if you want to work with Indy and I through Pause on the Play to figure that out, we can absolutely support you in doing that. But what I want you to understand is that this is absolutely necessary in life and in business. It's not just about business. You need to know these things. You have to know. If you want to know more about the process that we go through and how it is that you can get clear on your values and how those values can then support everything else that you do and every other choice that you make. Going over to pauseontheplay.com forward slash events. You can sign up for just a few of the last seats that we have. Again, pauseontheplay.com forward slash events. And today, I want you to take these questions and really figure out where are you with these? What's coming up for you with these? And if you feel fuzzy on them, take some time figure out why giving yourself space to consider why is a huge part of being able to challenge things that just don't make sense anymore and being able to figure out how you can take your day-to-day life and make it a part of creating real change we do it on a daily basis you can too So, you know, I love being able to cross lines and recreate boundaries with you, supporting you, and not keeping us separated. Let's continue together, getting more people to drop the veil and to challenge their thoughts, feelings, and actions. So, until the next time, keep the dialogue going.